In today's episode, we discuss seven social media scheduling tips that'll help your church stay consistent. You know, a lot of churches, when they think about social media, their plan is, I'm just going to post whatever I think of something good to post. And what typically happens is nothing ever gets posted. So today, we're going to give you seven ideas, one for each day of the week, of things you can be posting on your church's social media account. We hope this conversation helps you reach more people and grow. This is the Reach Right Podcast. You're listening to the Reach Right Podcast, the show dedicated to helping pastors and church leaders reach people the right way. Hosted by me, Thomas Costello, and with me as always is my co-host, Ian Hyatt. We're here to help your church see more visitors and grow. Well, hey guys, welcome to the Reach Right Podcast, episode number 60. I am your host, Thomas Costello, and with me as always is my co-host... Ian Hyatt. Hey, Thomas, 60, huh? We're officially a senior citizen podcast. That's right. It'll be a good uh, a good one today for people, too. We're talking about seven social media schedule ideas to help your church stay consistent. This is kind of a continuation of last week's episode where we talked yep. about social media strategies, and one of those strategies was for us to build a really consistent schedule, yep. uh, because I think that's one of the things I hear the most from churches is they're looking at their their social media uh, kind of their process is that they they forget to post or they don't know what to post and I just think having a schedule something that'll help you kind of uh, keep consistent that way is really helpful for people what do you think yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we've we've consulted with a lot of churches that are just struggling as to, uh, you know, what to post and when and all of that. So uh, following yeah. a schedule will keep you on track. Yeah, I think that some people go into into social media for their church and they, they think that the right way to do it is that whenever I think of something interesting, that's yeah. when we'll post. Uh, or yeah. maybe, you know, if you followed our advice last week and you have a champion, maybe their idea is that whenever I think of something interesting or we have some yeah. good pictures from an event or we have something interesting to post, that's when we'll do it. Yeah. Uh, so um, I have just found that my life and the life of churches oftentimes isn't interesting enough yeah. uh, for that kind of a strategy to work. You'll just find that a lot of times you you forget to post or you'll you'll get to the end of the day and say, hey, I don't really know what, what thing I should post today. Right. So that's why we want to give people, I guess, one for each day of the week. Yeah. Um, as we talk today, it's these are posts that you could put, really they work on most channels. Uh, so yeah. I think we, if you're going to use one social media channel, it probably ought to be Facebook because that still is yeah. the most widely used channel. Although, yeah. um, you know, they also own Instagram. That's kind of a, the millennial channel. Uh, yeah. And then there's TikTok for the Gen Z channel. And these will work on multiple channels. But, you know, we're going to approach it mostly as if these are things you could post on Facebook. It makes a lot of sure. sense on there. Uh, but yeah, under Understand that this could be posted on any channel, yeah. but what we want to do is give people a a post for each day of the week. Um, yeah. You see these sometimes where they'll have a, a post that um, that kind of go. They do the same post every week at a church, and I'm not saying that every church should use these titles when they do the post. Right. Uh, but you know, you don't have to let everybody know. It could be kind of something just that you know 
on this day of the week, we always post this kind right. of content. Uh, and I just think it'll really help churches out. So um, yeah. why don't you go ahead and kick us off with the first one today, Ian? Yeah, first one is, of course, Sunday, and we'll call this Sermon Sunday, naturally. Yeah. Obviously, most churches preach on, on Sunday, and uh, if you can pull it off, this is a good day to post your sermon on social media. Uh, right. And obviously, when we say, if you can pull it off, there is, I mean, some work to be done and getting it all edited and uploaded and all of that, but it's... Uh, I think it's good to do that on, even if you weren't posting a sermon on uh, social media, you should probably try to do that anyway and get it on yep. your website and everywhere else. So, um, yeah, I think that's uh, natural to post that on there and, uh, yeah, and get some good feedback on it and just some buzz generated around it. Oh, every pastor loves sermon feedback, especially online. That's the best place to <laughs> yeah. get it. You'll yeah. Usually when people are leaving the church and shaking your hands or giving you hugs, yeah. whatever your church culture is, the sermon feedback is generally positive. Positive. People yeah. aren't very bold when they're face to face with somebody, but yeah. uh, feedback on sermons online—that's a whole other story there. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Sure that, that's that's part of the reason, I guess. But yeah, I think this is just the perfect thing uh, to do on Sundays. People yeah. have come to expect it, and I find that most churches are actually doing this already. They're taking whether they're doing a live stream or they're recording each week. They try to get that up there on Sunday so that that is the post for the day there. Yeah. Uh, so this one to me is kind of a no-brainer. I think that yeah. that's something, if there is one day that churches consistently post, it's on Sunday. Uh, so yeah. I think that your your sermon is a, a really good thing for that. Uh, I think the thing to keep in mind, though, is it's important that we talked about this last week, too, is that being social is important on social media. So right. don't think you can just post your sermon. Uh, you probably ought to have people like your, your commenting army ready to get yeah. in there to, to kind of give feedback on it. If someone comments yeah. or says, hey, that was a good point or hey, yeah. I need prayer about this or I need to work in this. Have people there to kind of be social with them and, yeah. and kind of engage with them. Or have them be ready to delete something that you don't want there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so whatever absolutely. I said, whatever I said, feedback. I more probably meant a comment, and but to be ready for comments and uh, and I think most churches can expect something positive. But yeah, there will, like you said, there might be some. Uh, there's a little more bravery out there for the uh, negative Nancys uh, to be able to post on there. So yeah, you, yep. you definitely want someone you know, monitoring it and moderating it, so to speak. They have to be on the troll patrol. The, the troll, troll patrol. patrol. That is a good. <laughs> Taking care of is, them all there. So that's, that's, that's it. it. Well, good. Let me hit the next day, Monday. Uh, we think a good idea for Monday is message clip Monday. Uh, yeah. So this is a little bit different. Um, it's actually quite a bit different from uh, Sermon Sunday yeah. is usually with a message, uh, some kind of a sermon you give, there's something that stands out. Uh, maybe yeah. one point you're really trying to drive home, maybe an interaction that happens there. Maybe there was a an illustration you wanted to call yeah. attention to. But this is something that you can, you have a little bit more time from Sunday. And in most cases, churches are recording their Sunday services. Yeah. And now there are so many great tools to, in a matter of a few minutes, you can take a clip from that message that you've recorded uh, or the sermon from Sunday and you could maybe add some background music, uh, yep. maybe uh, maybe even some little graphics that kind of come over the top of it, that kind of stuff, and make a short little clip of the sermon from Sunday. That is yeah. a really good post. There are a lot of churches that are really good at this nowadays where you see kind of that, you know, you think of pastors like Stephen Furtick of uh, yeah. Elevation Church and how they really are good. Uh, he's the king of the one-liner, right? He's so right. good at, at getting that one point. You can remember it and keep it in your head and have it with you 
you all week. Yeah. So maybe that's the kind of point you have like a 60 second video yeah. that really drives home your highlight from that sermon the day before yep. there. So that's what we're thinking with this. Yeah, my church does that too. Um, so uh, our church is known for having a great preaching pastor. He's uh, yeah. very, he's well known. He's probably not as well known as Stephen Furtick, but uh, he's up there. But uh, but I guess I say that it's not, a, it's just, he's known for those one-liners as well. Ah. Uh, and uh, and we have different staff that, that kind of, uh, we've done it a little bit differently, uh, but we have different staff, like pastors that kind of put that one thing that stuck out to them on oh. social media, like that one line or point that was made. Um, so That's it's kind of a idea. variation of that, but, uh, but it's, it's pretty cool. I always catch it and I'm like, oh yeah. That did stand out to me too. Yeah. Yeah, that that's good because a lot of times when the church itself, uh, like the church account, is putting that out there, I think it feels kind of like the pastor self promoting sometimes. Right. So if yeah. you like, so is it? You're saying it's from the church account, but it says it's from, from the church account, but it's another pastor it's or a staff quote from another pastor uh, yeah, talking about staff how member, yeah, the speakers, like what right. they liked most about the message. That's a really good idea. Yeah, yeah, it would. You're right. It would be kind of funny coming from the pastor. Hey, this was a great. <laughs> this I is said my that favorite this part. Was my favorite part. <laughs> Did of you what get this? Let me I say said. it again for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's exactly. It. So cool. Hit the next one for us. Yeah, the next one's Testimony Tuesday. Um, yeah, and I think this is kind of cool. Uh, it's a good transition. We just talked about Sermon Sunday and message clip, which is more about what the pastor said. Now you get someone else, like a member. You right. shift gears, and and testimonies are great on. On social media because yep. um, it first of all it backing back up to what I was saying it's good to have someone other than the pastor share something that God did in their life how they were impacted at your church right um, something like that and uh, and then it shifts gears from the message and more about the members um, and and so that's a great thing to have and then the, the also uh, good thing about it as well is just that people get to when it's a testimony and that resonates that spurs on a lot of comments and then right. a lot and and it makes that testimony viral uh people get to apply it to themselves uh you get to someone gets to say hey that's awesome you know god did this in my life too so testimonies are really for years now have been a really good thing they just they fit really well with uh social media and facebook yeah, for a lot of years they've been a really good thing testimonies they've oh, always yeah, been, uh, yeah. <laughs> on been social a... <laughs> on facebook specifically yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think there's a few reasons why they're really they're really powerful because I think like you were saying it's it takes it from like you know, for lack of a better, like the clergy, everybody expects yeah. the clergy to have a really good experience. Like their their pastor is always going to tell them, you know, their their testimonies and good right. things are happening. But yeah. when it's coming from the mouth of somebody else that maybe they yeah. relate to more, maybe pastors, I know that's one of our challenges or sometimes yeah. we're hard to relate to for people. So yeah. if it's coming from someone that is like them or has had a similar kind of an experience, yeah. it really goes a long way. So a yeah. uh, couple of things to say about this too is that, I think that it is great if these can be video, but they don't necessarily yeah. have to be videos. So yeah. I think sometimes you could have just a really short testimony. I wouldn't recommend like a like a you know seven paragraph kind of a testimony no. written, but I think maybe you know three or four sentences yeah. with a picture. It has to have something yeah, yeah. graphic in it, yeah. but with a picture of the person sharing the story, yeah. I think that that can be also very powerful. And a lot of times it's easier than doing the filming and doing that yeah. kind of stuff that goes with actually filming a testimony. Another thing too is I want to broaden it. It's so when we say testimony, 
It yeah. doesn't necessarily mean how someone came to faith in Jesus, right? right? Like a lot yeah. of times we yeah. think of testimony as that's my testimony. That's how I right. made a decision to follow Jesus. That's what I was before. Here's what yeah. I am now. And those elements are important, kind of a before and after story. Yeah. Yeah. But I think testimonies are important for all of your ministries that happen. Yeah. Uh, so like if someone is on your prayer team, yeah. uh, them saying how, hey, I've been going to prayer team for all these weeks and you know it's great to pray for other people, but God's doing something new in me or yeah. your children's ministry. I know that yeah. there's always a shortage of children's ministry workers. Small Having groups. someone yeah. get up there. Uh, yeah, all these things. Yeah. So all get up there, share. Yeah. How, this, is, this is the impact impact I have on others. This yeah. is what it's done in my heart. Those are really powerful testimonies too. So just to broaden it a little bit, I think that's uh, a way people can be thinking. Yeah. And, and one thing I'll say about the small groups too, that's something that my church does really often because we, I mean, and I think most churches want to grow their small group ministry. That's where yeah. deeper relationships are formed and community right. and all of that. Uh, so those are really good because I think that's, that's something to where, you know, people have, a lot of people show up church on Sunday, but that they're not quite ready to make that step to join a small group. And so when they see other people like them that kind of share the before and after and and what they've experienced there, I know that's been a big growth tool for our small groups too. Such a great idea. Helps helps people get over that hump of saying, you know what, this person did it. I think I can too. Uh, So I think that's good. Well, good. Let me get the next one. It is the What's Up Wednesday. Uh, So this is where you take the chance to share what we would call announcements uh, or events that are coming up or what's happening at the church. And I want to make a real strong, uh, I want to really be clear about this. This is only happening once a week. We waited till the fourth one. This yeah. is a once a week kind of an occurrence. And yep. this is one of the biggest mistakes I see churches make on their social accounts is they do their message on Sunday and then seven other days they do what's up Wednesday, basically. They just talk oh, yeah. about, hey, here, get involved with Events, this. And, announcements. Yeah, come yeah. to this. And so it's, it, your social media platforms must be different from yeah. what's in your church bullet. That's not the exact same thing. It's it's not the same as your calendar, right? This is, it is a tool you can use for that. And I think appropriately to do it once a week, that seems to make the most sense to me. So for instance, even for our business, you know, so we have active social media uh, platforms. We don't put out like, you know, buy our stuff, buy our stuff, come to our, (laughs) you know, submit a lead, that kind of stuff all the time in all of our social media posts, because people start to just tune you out. So if you're just talking about, hey, get involved, get involved, come to this, do this. If, right. if everything you're doing on social media is making someone go to something in person, it's not really social media. It's more of just like an advertising board there. Yep. So What's Up Wednesday, I think, is a really good tool uh, to remind you that I'm only supposed to do this once a week. Right. So let's think of what is that super important thing that yep. we need to highlight this week and not try to highlight seven things on seven different days. Yeah. What do you have and to it's add? Mid-week. It's midweek. Yeah. You know, that's a good right. time for it, right? Because I mean, that's uh, a lot of churches, uh, that's a good, that's when people are kind of in, in the middle of their work week or whatever, they're kind of starting to think more towards the weekend or whatever. Right. And uh, it's just a good time to, to update people on what's going on. Yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly right. So yeah, what's up Wednesday? That's your once a week opportunity. 
Yeah, here's a fun one. I'll tackle the next one. It's Throwback Thursday. So, yeah. uh, And I think a lot of people have been doing this on their own social media accounts, whether or not it's an old uh, picture of yourself or, um, you know, some old song or something way back in the day. You know, I know on Spotify they have Throwback Thursday, old uh-huh. songs and those things. So, uh, But this could be really fun because this is where you can really uh, make it fun for the staff and members alike, um, you know, where it could be, you know, a picture of your pastor seven years ago before his hair was gray or when he was, uh, uh, I know for our pastor, it's pretty funny. He's a, he was ex LSU football player. Uh, and, uh, he's a big guy, but he used to be really overweight. So everyone gets a kid and he's lost a ton of weight and he's gotten in shape. And it's pretty funny. Often, uh, they'll throw a picture. We'll throw a picture, a throwback picture of back when he was like, you know, 200 pounds heavier than he is now, uh, or him at a church potluck, uh, during that time. And there's always some chuckles in the audience because, uh, and it's okay to chuckle now because he's in a lot better shape. So stuff like that could be fun. (laughs) Uh, you know, it's fun to to throw back and it just kind of reminds you of where your church has come from too. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So I have to see yeah. some of those pictures of your pastor. Yeah. I want to. You have to send me one of those from <laughs> uh, two hundred pounds ago. I'd love to see it. But yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that the key word in what you were saying, Ian, is the fun part. Is yeah. that so often we tend to try to be really serious with our yeah. social media platforms, and mm-hmm. I think these are really good. These next couple are really good reminders, I guess, that mm-hmm. social media is supposed to be something that's enjoyable and that people right. want. And like, not to say that like your messages aren't enjoyable and yeah. you know testimonies aren't enjoyable. Yeah. They're yeah. not. I, I don't think like we usually aren't fun with those, right? So yeah. I want to just put everybody at ease. It is okay to have fun on social media. Not yeah. everything has to be hyper spiritual. Yeah. And, and so social. It can be social. Yeah. It's yeah. and again, you know, I, I love an encounter with the Holy Spirit like everybody else yeah. does. I love to be, you know, I don't know that like conviction, I would wouldn't call it fun, uh, yeah. but I, I appreciate it when I get it in my yep. life like the next guy, I guess. But yeah. man, I think this is such a good reminder that your social media platforms can be fun. And that's what Throwback Thursday is. So I think yeah. throwback stuff from the life of the church, uh, maybe uh, if your church is historic, showing uh, pictures of what even the building used to look like. But I think more than anything, people, I think we really enjoy seeing people uh, before and not just your lead pastor. It's not all about your lead pastor. Have other members of the church, uh, maybe uh, what the youth group looked like 15 years ago. And now all these youth group members have kids and they're married. And, you know, they, it's really cool to see some of these kinds of uh, things for people. So it's fun. People will uh, connect with it. People really are, they're very like, Likely to share it if they find themselves in one of those kinds of throwback yeah. images there. So yep. yeah, I love the idea of Throwback Thursday. It's good stuff. Why don't you tackle cool. the next one? Yep, we'll do. Uh, it is Fun Question Friday. Uh, Again, so having fun. A, another fun <laughs> item, Fun Question Friday. Uh, this one is a little bit different for a lot of churches, but this is one where you can actually, and I want to give you permission to do this, is you have permission to just post something that has nothing to do with your church at all whatsoever. Like, so some examples that we came up with were like, it's okay to post something like, what is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Right. You know, that that's an and in fact, if I were doing it, I'd probably write what is the best flavor of ice cream, or oh, yeah. just that way it's like a little bit more controversial. People right. kind of think, well, it's not my favorite. This is I can I can defend that this is the best, yeah. or yeah. even better, you could say, what is 
what is the best flavor of ice cream and why is it chocolate peanut butter? Like yeah. why you could say kind <laughs> of good. put it out there, kind of tempt people to, yeah. to get in there and comment uh, or, on those uh, kinds I of I like the other one we came up with. Who is the best superhero? And then I right. would say, Why is Superman the best superhero? That's why what I would say. And then I would hear from all the people that don't like Superman and why they exactly. don't think he is. So it's about getting uh, it's about getting conversation. And this brings up something really important. It's just that yeah. the main goal of social media again is to be social and right. to start uh. conversations. And this has a yeah. A lot of reasons. There's a lot of reasons why this is. I think what it does is, if you have a track record of consistently seeing lots of comments, lots of interaction with your posts, Facebook and the other algorithms are more likely to show your posts in yeah. the future for your What's Up Wednesday or your Sermon Sunday. They'll yep. show these other posts. They're much more likely to do that because they'll say, "Oh, this guy. Well, he was commenting about his favorite superhero a couple of days ago. He'll yeah. probably want to see what these guys are posting on Sunday when yeah. you're giving a gospel message." You know those. Yeah. So it really it helps to build in other areas. But I don't know. What else do you have to add to this one on Fun Question Friday? No, not much. I think it's just a good point. I mean, I think a lot of social media has gotten away from being social, right? right? Especially in our time. So, I mean, your church can be uh, just kind of uh, reverse that curse, if you will, yeah. and uh, and and be social, be fun. And it just, I, I think, you know, people have just the impression that you know, a lot of people, especially like the unchurched or those that maybe have not been in church for a while, and, and I'm, I'm consulting with so many pastors right now that, uh, you know, at, before the pandemic had a lot more people that are showing up now and a lot of people have fallen away from church after that and so and a lot of that is just you know you want to be less serious make it fun again for them you know and and yeah. uh, and so i think it's just a good thing for uh and during these times uh a good reminder of churches to just make it fun and lighthearted people need yeah. more light they need more lightheartedness these days yep so that's absolutely it so, so we'll tackle I'll saturday ta- yeah, for the us next one uh saturday last but not least is at uh, least is scripture graphic saturday so I think that this is a this is a really good thing. You're gearing up for Sunday, right? And uh, so it's a good thing to put out a good scripture graphic, something that's going to catch the eye, maybe yeah. um, kind of preview what's to come. Um, so that's a good thing to do. Yep. No, it definitely is. So I think having uh, a, a scripture graphic, just for those that don't know, it's usually a square kind of an image. These are great on Facebook, but even better on Instagram and those kinds of channels that are more image based. But it is a graphic, usually some kind of an engaging photo with a scripture written in a creative way, uh, maybe a unique font or a set of fonts there. Yeah. Uh, and these are not hard to do uh, with a site like Canva. Uh, yeah. You can pop something like this out in a matter of uh, two or three minutes. In most cases, they have hundreds of templates. They're not called scripture graphics, but they're called yeah. quote graphics usually. Yeah. Uh, so you would take a quote graphic template. There are hundreds of them. You can combine them with photos. You can put photos from your church. You can use stock photos, but just something that would grab someone's attention with the photography and draw them into the scripture. And the great thing about these is that people love sharing scripture graphics. Sometimes it feels kind of, uh, you know, it's, it feels like if you're doing this once a week, it feels like it's kind of excessive or maybe you're not personally inspired by them. But I can tell you even as not, we we don't run a church social media account, but even at the retrite account, scripture graphics are some of our most shared content that we have out there. So they are really, really uh, important. I think good to do. Uh, 
besides that, I would say that they are, um, they really can kind of grease the wheels a little bit for what's going to happen on Sunday, yeah. like you were saying. So yeah. if you're going to be talking on uh, the prodigal son, maybe you find yeah. one scripture from that passage that really you're going to hit home on the next day. And it starts to get people ready to, to kind of hear that word that next day there. Or remind them that, hey, oh yeah, I do need to go to church. I need to hear the message. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is a good reminder too, maybe not in the scripture graphic, but in the text that right. goes around it again in every post you have the graphic but you also get to put some body text in there you know yeah. we're going to be talking more about this tomorrow can't wait to see you there something to yeah. that effect that goes a long way yeah good stuff man Awesome. Well, good. I hope this has been helpful. I think that there's a few things that really we need to uh, we need to remember as we look at this is that having a schedule uh, is one of the most important things you can do. So uh, we talked last week. If you haven't listened to that episode already, go back to last week, episode 59. We talked about building the whole strategy. This is just one part of that overall strategy. Um, the other great thing about a schedule, though, too, is you can use a tool like a buffer or something like that to help you consistently get this content out. So if you have your content ready a week in advance, you could spend uh, an hour or two on Sunday maybe when you're posting the message and you get that that message clip ready, you can get your entire week lined up with posts and ready to go and kind of get that done there once and for all. So yeah. anyway, that's all we have for this week though. We uh, really appreciate you guys. If this has been helpful to you, please rate, review, subscribe. Thank you so much for being a part of our Reach Right family, and we hope to catch you guys next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Reach Right podcast. We hope this episode will help you reach people the right way. Looking for more resources for your church? Check us out online at reachrightstudios.com. If this episode has been helpful to you, it would mean the world to us if you would rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week. Y'all ready to get funky?